wasn't much online about you. Oh, you know, you should really get on Insta, Snapchat, and TikTok. I find social media to be a soul-sucking void of meaningless affirmation. Could I make one point? We're so self-important. Let's rock. Isn't that wonderful? You may even get tired of winning. For the children. Stand up, Chuck. Let them see you. This is the Brian Suits Show. Hey, um, <clears throat> 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here on your Tuesday the 13th of the year 2024. And, <clears throat> well, let's check in with Greg and what, what are your big... Uh, Valentine's Day plans tomorrow because you know a huge snowstorm hitting New York right now. I saw that, and apparently the big stink is how how are the chocolates and flowers going to get uh, delivered in time? I might go with some C's candies. Um, Hand pick <clears throat> them at the Bellevue location. Uh, look right here. Want want to see food? What? Get it? Get it? No. Um. So. Uh, See, yeah, she's candies. But, uh, man. You think I should go diamonds? <laughs> okay, remember, remember Frangos? Remember those? Oh, love Frangos. The minty ones? Yeah. Does anyone, didn't somebody buy that when, when, what's, when, what was the company, the, the department store that, that sold Frangos? I used to always get them in Nordstrom. I thought it was something else, but I don't know. Are they still around? I haven't had them in years. Oh, yeah, and they those last are like cra- 10 so, minutes in your mouth. They are, they're silky smooth. Um, but nobody loves me, so I don't get those. I'll, I'll, I'll get them for myself. Tomorrow, of course, best known as the day that the U.S. government granted the patent to the 1911, model 1911 Colt automatic uh, handgun. The February 14th, 1911 is when the patent was granted to the first model. And there's no better way to say I love you. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I, if someone gave me a 1911, I'd go, oh, um, yeah, it's uh, a, a great gun. I just want you all to know that that's tomorrow's uh, little historical uh, bit. Left this morning, I'm, I'm, my new thing is I'm, I make a strong, like, medium roast, but I add a half spoon of the Starbucks instant coffee, which is really good. The, the, not the little envelopes, but I mean the little can. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, can, you can add more if you want or less, but I didn't add sweetener. So, so I'm minding my own business driving up the I-5. Take a drink, and I mean, I, I, I like cartoon spat it out. Why? It, it was acid. It was oh. just coffee without sweetener, without my delicious Splenda. Yum yum. Um, um, the the Steve, the stevia, the loose stevia, and uh, yeah, I mean, I literally, <laughs> I did a Danny Thomas, uh, you know, fifties, nineteen fifties TV comedy, uh, spit take. There you go. The automobile. Uh, boy, are they trying to rehab her? Uh, real hard. I mean, obviously. Uh, what's in the play today is the G- the, the Axios has the inside scoop on the GOP plan to keep Biden's age in the spotlight, and so they're going to they're going to have hearings. And this th- this is where the Democrats are on a full court press to get all youthy and kill Houthis and get youthy, and but not the youthy Houthis, and so. Um, it, it involves a couple things, but the the main the main thing, and I don't think I put it in the morning montage, or did I? Um, main thing is uh, Biden started a TikTok channel. Just limited to what we have seen. 
Did, and this is this is what's crazy. So the the two prong thing to make him all youthy is get him on TikTok, get on that Chinese spy app, and uh, have Kamala be interviewed by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Kamala Harris says she's ready to serve as Biden faces age scrutiny. This is uh, this is yesterday's uh, Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I mean, they're rehabbing, you know, Axios, by the way, did this behind the scenes. Look, no one thinks she's competent. It, it really, it's real life veep. Uh, but they're trying to rehab her um, and, and the whole thing because uh, he is, um, because uh, POTUS is on full-scale meltdown. So last night, John Stewart, who's going to start once a week, Monday nights, back on The Daily Show. Yeah, I watched um, his opening 20-minute monologue. And the deal is... Notorious low hanging fruit guy made his career bashing Bush. Correct. Then Obama comes on board for eight years. Hands off. Leg humper. Hands off Obama for eight years. Um, and then like does like a, a wacky birthday gift for Obama. Like for, first time he ever made fun of Obama was uh, some some uh, you know softball uh, deal. So anyway. He is getting flamed this morning on uh, the the Twitter and uh, the other social medias because he went at Biden for his age uh, and Trump for his age. So, but in other words, he went after Biden, and so he's being this is the, so now it's been nine years. There's a generation that never saw the guy, and I, I think he's funny, but he I got over it. When when he just and night after night after night, you know, Bush was Hitler, Hitler Bush, and the whole thing, and so I I really got over the Daily Show, and and then it wasn't until like Rob Riggle and Jamie Oliver or John Oliver and those guys came on board who who were funny on their own, uh, kind of sort of. And Rob Rob Riggle, eh, the Marine Corps officer, you know, funny guy, funny in the Hangover as the Las Vegas cop and all that, super funny guy. But as far as John Stewart goes, <clears throat> I'm kind of over him. I think he's partisan as hell. And yeah, he can go and get all dramatic about burn pits and all that. But it's performative. But I, I got to say, he he has earned his ire because he really he went after uh, Biden last night. But you'll you'll all learn that uh, when you listen to uh, this morning's morning montage, which wait. So what what are we deciding that? We should because you know because the kids want it, or should or should hold off until someone emails and says, "Why isn't your morning montage available as a download?" I think option A are, or option B. I think there's an audience out there that doesn't know they want it, and then we give it to them, and then they realize this is what I needed in my daily life all oh, along. There you go. And uh, for the record, I did find different suspense music. So there you go. That so the suspense is over. Here's your uh, morning montage. For today, and uh, listen close. First fatal human case of a rare virus known as Alaska pox. Under this proposal, the Navy would home port up to 12 Constellation class frigates. Interviewed the women inside the department about the culture at the Seattle Police Department. Now, allow me to present to you a one man show about what Joe Biden's advisors were doing when he turned around and went back to the podium. To the uh, Prime Minister of uh, Poland, I could care less what you think. He did it. It was Lindsay saying he could care less. And so I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to email him, but I mean, in my book, you sound stupid when you do that. 
Um, well, so uh, yeah, he went. He went at uh, you know a, a Daily Show went at uh, Trump because of the video deposition from nine years ago or something where Trump is forgetful all through it and and the whole thing. But the the White House is really they they dug themselves a deep deep hole and it all happened after Trump turned around and went back to the podium. That that's the 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 joke that that uh, John Stewart is is making and he's getting lambasted uh, for it. And yeah, you heard that right, Alaska pox. Are you are you ready for that? I'm I'm still writing monkeypox. Buckle on, up on my check. And didn't didn't the World Health Organization rename? Monkeypox because they said it reinforced racist stereotypes or something or some deal. Um, well, how about Alaska pox? Uh, how about that, huh? Tonight, health officials in Alaska are confirming the first fatal human case of a rare virus known as Alaska pox, an elderly patient dying from the virus, first identified in Fairbanks back in 2015. Seven cases detected since then. Symptoms include rashes, fevers, skin lesions. They believe it is related to smallpox and monkeypox, the virus spread by small animals to humans. Health officials say there are no documented cases of human-to-human -human transmission, and they've only seen this in Fairbanks so far. Okay, so it's non-transmissible. It's only in Fairbanks. Why is it even a story? Well, I mean, you answer your own question because you turn up the TV when you hear Alaska pox. Um, you know, you're not going to catch it. We're not going to quarantine passengers flying in from Fairbanks and the whole thing. Uh, but it's a it's a it's a name that ends in pox. So there you go. Uh, pox upon your house and uh, the whole thing. Uh, well, so uh, here's a little bit of uh, of this. And, and keep in mind. That if you're in, if you're using a U.S. government phone. You, by executive order signed by Joe Biden. You can't be on TikTok. You can't watch TikTok on the web, or you certainly can't have the app, by the way. Meanwhile, here's uh, POTUS's TikTok account. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey. I'm say she makes great chocolate chip cookies. Deviously plotting to rig the season. Is that, wouldn't you make him read? He mumbles that. He, see, his joke is, because he's doing a fast, uh, you know, quick fire Q&A for his first TikTok feed. And he says, Mama Kelsey, because I understand she makes great chocolate chip cookies. Because it's always about a dessert with, with Grandpa. Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey, I understand she makes great chocolate chip cookies. Deviously plotting to rig the season so the Chiefs would make the Super Bowl or the Chiefs just being a good football team? So that's part of the evil Brandon thing. And so they they do a TikTok jump cut to that evil Brandon thing they tweeted out. You get in trouble if I told Trump or Biden? Are you kidding? <laughs> So, so anyway, you can't be on TikTok uh, in the military, and that's a good thing. But he leads by example by starting a TikTok feed because uh, because he they're hemorrhaging young people. Hello, fellow kids. It's Graham Potus with a new account on this Chinese spy app that I hear really slaps. What's the shirt that in that meme Steve Buscemi has? What is it? Music band? It's like music band and <laughs> yeah. ACDC gothic lettering or whatever. And and I was told. And but the thing is, so you, you lost John Stewart. And but I wonder. This is what what interests me about this is that the the generation that has been watching. Uh, uh, Daily Show doesn't know who he is, and now this gray-haired, bearded guy comes on and starts making fun of Biden. I'm of the view, as you know, that the conduct 
of the response. Oh wait, that, that's what he makes fun of. That's when Biden came back to the uh, to the mic and and angrily yelled at reporters. Is that rational? My memory is fine. My me- Biden was not about to take the special counsel's characterizations lying down. Although chances are he was lying down. When- <laughs> the point is this: to the press conference, Batman. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? I know what the hell I'm doing. I'm president. I put this country back on its feet. Well, no, I did not say that. Okay. Oh, but Mr. President, what are you? Let me answer your question. Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. Boom! He took them to the house. He was all over it. Joe Biden taking names, kicking ass. Press conference over. You didn't mess up. You didn't. No. So they're showing him now. You know when he was walking off, it's like okay, statement delivered, the whole thing, and then someone asked him a question about Gaza. No, no, don't stop. Wait, hold on, hold on, sir. Don't. No, you killed this. Take the W. So it, it, I just wonder how that's going to go over because if you've lost John Stewart, if John Stewart's making fun, uh, you know, of you s- stepping on your own belt, you know, or whatever, then <clears throat> um, uh, good good luck with that. But but now the yeah, so the 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 House is going to open up uh, hearings on the president's age and so the white house said oh no he's, he's about to have a physical and the whole thing and if they can't get the actual transcript or the tape of the interview with uh with her the special prosecutor they're going to get her there on that and, and and what's really funny is that the white house is dead set on proving that biden can stand trial and should be charged isn't that a crazy thing that that you know, they said, ah, we're not charging them, and they have to say, here's why. No mystery there. It wasn't gratuitous, 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 but uh, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see. But the, the GOP has a plan. I, and by the way, I, I don't think they need a plan. Just, just see him day after day after day. And and, this, and the video they were showing where he was walking away from that podium, it was like the feeblest old man walk I've seen. The, the new thing is they're going to have him seated already when they bring the press in. That's their new, their new workaround. It's like that, <laughs> reminiscent of FDR here. Yeah. Like, wow. uh, something like that. And so the new talking point is, well, Trump gave marching orders to Lindsey Graham to no more foreign aid, uh, no more foreign aid for freebies. Uh, now we have to, uh, they have to be loans, like FDR did in World War II. And, and so, uh, because it, it would seem that uh, some of the European allies are a little shocked by that. Now, after what Trump said, which is just, it was just campaign improv however i really i you know because he set up a scenario of a a foreign leader from a big country called him sir and then uh, expressed uh, ignorance himself and how nato works no no european leader is ignorant of how nato works but uh, lindsey graham 
Uh, by the way, if you're missing it, uh, the Senate did pass the Ukraine-Israel uh, aid plan overnight about an hour ago. They were they were filibustering. They were they were up all night. Uh, apparently all Monday night, and they passed it 70 to 29. Uh, and then the House today is going to re, they're going to re-bring up the Mayorkas impeachment. But apparently, so the word, the word is it failed last time because really obscure bureaucratic rules. Um, but one of them was that the Democrats showed up with one more guy. Well, that's not going to work this time, I can tell you. And the George Santos seat, right now, the special election to elect the replacement for Santos is happening in New York where it's snowing sideways. And they're saying, well, that's good for Republicans. Because, what? like, Democrats are so lazy they don't go out in the snow. Apparently, apparently that's the deal. Um, and, of course, the minority female would be the Republican on this one. And the uh, the old white liberal guy, uh, yeah, that's a Democrat on, on, on this one. And, and apparently they're, they're saying that uh, that Santos kind of won on a fluke anyway, but that this woman, the uh, immigrant from Ethiopia, black woman, uh, re Republican, might, might win um, anyway um, on this. And so the thin, the thin margin uh, continues if, if she wins. Uh, not quite sure when we uh, hear results uh, there on, on that one. Uh, well, um, one of the big deals is with, with young Democrats is rather, rather than educate them or talk about a terrorist group actually governing a, a second state if in your in your two state solution versus just pandering. Uh, so the Democrats have decided, well, just pander. Uh, let's let's bring let, let's bring ceasefire advocates like King Abdullah from uh, Jordan there and, uh, and the whole thing. And so he uh, he spoke uh, yesterday, and I, and this video is up because in the background Biden doesn't know where to stand. Did you see this? Uh, I yeah, say I did actually. The, yeah, the him. Wandering around, or him wandering away from the podium last week, it's nothing compared to him. There's that, you know, that photoshopped or whatever video of him wandering after the ice cream truck. He looks like that. And he brings out King Abdullah from uh, Jordan. And Abdullah is, and believe it or not, in Jordan, you know, the king has to, uh, politic he has to think before he speaks. And in Jordan, a ceasefire is very pub uh, very popular with the public, and so King Abdullah is here in the U.S. asking for more stuff, and he's going to get it because of where his country is located and because who he is, because he's he's one of our good guys. Uh, and he says this, Mr. Mr. President, uh, thank you for your gracious hospitality accorded to me and uh, my delegation today. Unfortunately, one of the most devastating wars in recent history continues to unfold in Gaza as we speak. Nearly 100,000 people have been killed, injured, or are missing. The majority are women and children. We cannot afford an Israeli attack on Rafah. Okay, now, what he said isn't true. It's Hamas numbers, but he has to say that. And uh, he, he has a hotline 
to Jerusalem, and he has a hotline to Netanyahu, um, and then uh, he knows that you can't have a final victory with without cleaning the final city in Gaza, Rafa, uh, clean from Hamas guys. So he, he knows that. He just can't say that because you're not politically supposed to say that. How many Gazans, how many Palestinians has he taken? Zero. How many will he take? None. Zero. Can they? Can their plane connect and fuel up in Amman? Maybe. But, but not if a Palestinian gets off. But uh, so anyway, there. when you see this stuff, there is truth. And there is what's behind the truth um, on this. And speaking of truth and what's behind the truth, what happened to the Chinese foreign minister, the guy that they photoshopped out, Stalinist style, back in July? We finally have a, a clearer picture about why he was so quickly taken off the scene after being President Xi's best guy. He's right-hand, English-speaking foreign minister with years of experience in the United States. He's gone because he did something a bit too American. I'll tell you what that is uh, when we come back. And... <clears throat> Um, the <laughs> Biden, Biden eats fried chicken. What is this? Okay. When we come back, Biden eats fried chicken with, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Really? Uh, okay. Biden eats uh, fried chicken when we come back. AM 770 KTTH. being a white man and I, I would say if, if running for office back off on, on the following things uh, the troubles of of uh, pregnancy um, uh, yeah I mean in general tomorrow's a big relationship day I would say if, if uh, you're a couple and you haven't gotten gotten pregnant yet make sure you don't say we we're having a baby <laughs> I mean, you can do that to the grandparents or something, but don't don't in in front of her carrying the actual ten pound object on her bladder. Don't run around saying we're pregnant and and all that. And likewise with white politicians, uh, if you are visiting, um, now why why was he even doing this? Th this this was from uh, a couple of weeks ago. Biden eats fried chicken with black family in latest video to social media. Uh, he's attempting to curry favor with certain constituents out there ahead of the election, just nine months away from now. I love the green curry. I'm a recent convert to the green curry with uh, with chicken. Um, so he, I mean, was it, uh, you know, the White House press office selected a family in D.C., I'm guessing. Well, what was so bizarre about this is I was just browsing Twitter and the video pops up almost with no context. So he's sitting at a table. With, with Rhode two, Island's black family? With two young uh, black males and their father. And you see him give kind of a to-go box to each kid and there's... Uh, French fries and chicken strips in it, and he goes, "Oh, I got my burger over here." And then they start talking about basketball. So, on the anniversary of um, 
if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. He, he commemorates it by taking fried chicken to to a black family. Well, you you ain't black. I want the root of making sure I had the hamburger. So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion in sports? I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right now I'm just doing basketball, playing guard on the JV team for my school. And it's uh, pretty much uh, like that. Well, how did the black community, one of the, uh, one of the biggest uh, American, Af- African-American influencers on TikTok is James Jefferson. And this is his commentary about the, int- and it really sort of a cautionary tale, some advice for his marketing team. About Joe this. Biden, whoever your marketing person is at the White House right now, fire them immediately. Because whoever told you to show up to a black family's house with some fried chicken, and some iced tea from a restaurant called The Cookout. Lord, oh, yeah, you ain't gonna get me again. When Hillary Clinton pop, popped out with the bottle of hot sauce, oh, I was like, oh, Hillary, I like you. Right? Yeah, I ain't doing this again with y'all. Y'all, y'all bring us some chicken and some hot sauce, then don't do for us. Like, what are we doing here with your dumb ass? So that's the problem with, with black vote, black Democrats. Is, yeah, and you ain't black. Yeah. And so I remember that because Hillary. I forgot what it was, but she was she was acting like she goes around with Tabasco in her purse, like she like she really does, or Red Hot or Cholula or something. And that was after she broke out her brand new accent, the, her her Southern accent, uh, at a black church. And uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing: be gen, be be really who you are, be genuine, and and it, and because otherwise, some may say you're pandering. I'd say showing up at a black family with fried chicken and iced tea. Uh, painful, yeah. Painful. Like, what, what are the Bidens eating? To? Bring bring us that. Bring us a potato salad. Joe Biden, whoever your marketing person is at the White House right now, fire them immediately. Cause whoever- so probably generally good advice. Uh, uh, well, so the uh, the inflation, slightly higher than the street thought it would be. Um, on that one, that uh, breaking around 5.30 this morning. And I mean, for all of you, what really matters is food and energy. But let's take food and energy out of it. Headline number expected to be up two-tenths of a percent is up three-tenths of a percent. That's the hottest since SEP of 23 when it was up four-tenths of a percent. Strip out food and energy, even hotter. Up four-tenths of a percent, also one-tenth hotter than expected. Up four-tenths of a percent. Well, you equal that going well, anyway, to May of Anyway, Rick, uh, a bad scene. So what do you want to hear? I've got I've got two pages of data. I've got <clears throat> consumer price index for all urban consumers. That's the, the CPI-U, U.S. city average by expenditure category, January 2024. So I've got that. And I can go I can go down to commodities, like, uh, all items besides foods, food and energy, apparel, new vehicles, used cars and trucks. Medical care commodities, <clears throat> services, shelter, rent, owners, medical care services, and all that. But I'm not going to do that because uh, you, you know how much I love reading numbers, but uh, I'm not going to do it in this case. Um, but here's some numbers uh, for you just to, to make the point to you that you know t- Trump has a point no matter what they say. Okay, NATO is not an HOA. 
They're not going to fine you for having uh, pink flamingos on your lawn, Belgium, even though you haven't touched them in 30 years. But um, it, there is a general agreement that we're all going to spend 2% or more of our GDP on defense. And that means, by the way, for your own country, you can be you can have a artillery ammo factory for just Luxembourg. But you might want to think about that, Luxembourg. The only country that's not measured, by the way, or held to that is Iceland because they don't have armed forces. They're in NATO, but they're unarmed except for the entire U.S. Navy because NATO, uh, Iceland is a volcanic aircraft carrier. So they're, they're left out there. Okay, so everyone at 2% or greater, um, take your bag, move, move down here to the front row. Everyone else, move to the back of the room and get on the buses. But, uh, I mean, major industrialized countries like, oh, I don't know, such as the France and the Germany. Uh, France is just under two. They're 1.9 percent. And Germany, 1.57 percent. And uh, they're just, they're, they're um, what's it called? Turning, you know, when you do the first shovel of soil, building a new factory? Sure, of course. What's that, what's that ceremony called? Breaking ground? Yeah. And the German company, the legendary German company, Rheinmetall, is opening up an artillery ammunition factory in the Deutschland. And that alone is is uh, going to represent like uh, 0.20 of their entire GDP and all that. But it's, it's like nice trying. They've had years before Trump to know that they were the bad guys here. And Obama let them get away with it for eight weeks. I mean, eight, eight years, I should say. Not weeks, but years. Um and Trump said it out loud. Everyone said, well, that's not what gentlemen do. Well, apparently it worked because it did get a whole bunch of countries uh, to take it seriously. Only one country spends more than the United States. The United States spends, by some accounts, 3.49% on GDP on defense. This does not count, by the way, American troops that go overseas to train um and foreign troops that come here to train that we don't we don't factor that into the cost okay so if we really added up this pure cost we would be well over four percent but only one country spends more than we do on our gdp on defense any guesses what that country is gregsky wow there's so many countries I, but i gave you a clue there's like over 200 of them but i mean in nato Oh, and NATO? How about Poland? Poland. Are you for real? 3.9%. Well, I said Gregski. That was your clue. 3.9%. Um, they're almost 50.50% uh, uh, more than us. Um, and so that that's why Lindsey Graham was reading the, 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 the tweet, that he could care less about the, the tweet by the uh, prime minister of, uh, such as uh, your, your, your Poland, uh, on, on, on the floor of the Senate just a few hours ago. Uh, and what, what was his full? Uh, let me play the full thing. That and, is not real. And, and and that's part of the thing. Reading reading a tweet on the floor of the Senate at two a.m. our time, you know. But I mean, I I am interested what the Prime Minister of Poland has to say about what Trump said because they're they're kind of right there on the on freedom's frontier. If Putin says, "Oh, I have a green light to invade." Countries that didn't pay, well, you know, Poland doesn't have to worry. But it's not like we wouldn't defend a Poland, a, a, a NATO country that is not up at 2%. Because that's the majority of, of NATO, by the way. This is the Polish prime minister 
like Poland, been a great ally, good NATO ally. Dear Republican Senators of America, Ronald Reagan, who helped millions of us to win back our freedom and independence, must be turning in his grave today. Shame on you. To the uh, okay, for the record, I agree with the Prime Minister of Poland on that. Prime Minister of uh, Poland, I could care less what you think. Okay, well, you're kind of a D on, on that one, but um, and 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 you're all saying it, aren't you? I could not care less. But uh, he he goes on to the Prime Minister of Poland. If Ronald Reagan were alive today, we wouldn't have this broken border. To the Prime Minister, of see, because they're still trying to get some border thing done. But it's uh, I, I think separating the NATO funding because it's. It's um, but it's not NATO funding. It's foreign aid. It's uh, Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. So they get funded the whole thing. On on the border, I mean, let's be dead serious, Lindsay. <clears throat> it is a phenomenal campaign issue, and it's more visual and more directly affecting than Biden's age. Uh, I mean that that's going to be around till November. You know, believe me. But anyway, when we come back. Uh, well, first they were breaking in. Now they leave a dead body. Where? Yesler Terrace, downtown Seattle. We'll get to the latest out of that. And what city up north is going to get a whole bunch more Navy ships? So that means a bunch more uh, sailors and uh, families and all that. Well, it starts with an E and it ends with Vret. Um, Back in the second AM, also I check if you're texting 800-465-8770. Back in the second AM 770 KTTH. I don't feel no ways tired. I come too far from where I started from. And you ain't black. getting a much clearer picture of just who this shooter was. She was apparently a woman from El Salvador with mental health issues who had Palestine written on her rifle, identified as both genders, and may have had an anti-Semitic motive. Police have identified the shooter as Janess Yvonne Moreno. She's a biological woman who sometimes identified as a man named Jeffrey. She had a lengthy criminal history and a record of mental health issues. Right, lunatic, there you go. Okay, well, uh... That's all you need. Um, and then they they didn't include another one. <clears throat> AM 770 KTTH Francis here. Um, this is a person who, before they could accomplish what they wanted, which was to kill a bunch of people with a recently acquired uh, Air 15 uh, weapon, and brought her seven year old son there. So this person, this person was crazy enough for one person. Um, but also was affecting the son because she was also uh, diagnosed with Munchausen by proxy, which is a really bizarre form. Munchausen is, is um, gaining, is seeking of attention, uh, a, a serial addiction to seeking of attention through self-aggrandizement or whatever. Like the first time I came back from the space shuttle, I was telling Greg, well, that was a weekend. I'll, I'll get to the story one of these days. I mean, it, it, it it's it's the the old German myth of the Lord Munchausen. I mean, the old story is based on the the old story 
I thought it was a Grimm's fairy tale of of a guy who just weaves tales, uh, just demonstrably false claims, and he and uh, sort of a, a, a German uh, man of La Mancha, sort of. And um, so Munchausen by proxy is seeking of attention through your own children by effectively making them sick, constantly having them sick and having people, you, you, you get sympathy and the whole thing. It's kind of portrayed in, do I, do I want to do a Sixth Sense reference? Remember you there's can, that. You can they, attempt one. They're, they're, they go to the funeral for the girl that just died in her, she's like six, um, and the mother was poisoning the kids. So anyway, this, this woman brought the seven-year-old uh, to her mass shooting. I mean, a lunatic. Um, and, and I mean, I, I, I don't know if, I mean, if you have a uterus and you had a kid, I'm going to say, you know, please wear a hat that says what I'm, I should refer to you as. But so police are sifting through, well, how did the, how did this individual get the weapon when she was clearly nuts? Well, here's, here's the question. And first of all, you can lie on the form 4473, um, they can call uh, West Virginia. If there's no hold on you purchasing a, a long rifle, you'll get the long rifle. Because here's question uh, 21H, uh, da, 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 oh, uh, G, golf. The question is, have you ever been adjudicated as a mental defective, all caps, or... Have you ever been committed to a mental institution? Yes or no. So what do you do is you check no. Because you see how, how stringent those criteria are. There has to be a court record. And oftentimes it's very hard to adjudicate someone mentally defective unless there is something um, you know, congenital wrong with them or a conservatorship or whatever. Um, and then committed to a mental institution, that means you know, a mental health hold, you know, Western state or whatever, because that's a institution. You being held because you lost some marbles, you know, in a local county jail or something, that's not being committed to a mental institution. So that's not reported to the ATF. So, the, you know, the, the mystery of why this person had a, had a weapon is because of that. And, and their motive, well, they're a lunatic. And apparently there were some Jewish relatives from his, his, hers, uh, husband's side. So anti-Semitism plus uh, in-laws. And so, so there's some dispute about whether it was a sticker that just said Palestine. I mean, whatever. I, I, I get it. Free Palestine or just Palestine on the AR-15 that you go to Joel Osteen's uh, church to shoot up. Um, but uh, weird, weird feeling how this go how this is going to go away by close business today. I mean, that's gone as of this morning, right? Because this this story was from uh, yesterday. Um, It'll be memory hold. Very yeah, soon. totally. Uh, because we don't we don't dig too deep when uh, someone who is uh, self identified as under, undergoing uh, transgender dysphoria or whatever. You know, we we just brush that aside. And we say, go ahead and swim on the girls' team for college, you know, or whatever. Um, and, and we act like it's not a, a mental mental uh, uh, affliction uh, or something. But anyway, so luckily, because armed people were trained, armed people were there 
uh, to respond to this individual, uh, it, it ended. It ended with uh, one dead, and that was a shooter. And then the seven-year-old apparently still in in critical condition uh, or or something. Uh, well, we have our own. Uh, we have a dead guy up on Yesler Terrace there at the south end of uh, Capitol Hill. Now there was a story over the weekend that was a a, a, a little self-serving. It was uh, it was a break-in, unexplained break-in at the Seattle Men's Chorus, which is is you know a, a association of gay men who come together in a chorus. Okay, great, and the. Director who was interviewed on Channel Four was attributing it was was basically calling it a hate crime because they broke into that particular place. Well, it happens to be um, on Yesler Terrace, which there happens to be a lot of crime there, and so there were two break-ins. Uh, the the first one um, was covered up with particle board. They broke a front door that was. Um, uh, that was locked, broke broke in, took stuff or whatever. Then there was a second one. Now we got a dead guy. And uh, the dead guy, you, ha- you need to know the dead guy was a beloved homeless guy. <sighs> so maybe there's a crime problem. Maybe it's not a hate crime. I don't know. If you think the facade of this building looks familiar, it's because it is. We are frustrated and we are sad. This is surveillance video of the guy breaking in the second time. Previously reported back-to-back break-ins, vandalism, and thefts at the Chorus's building. But this is a new level of violence. It's been a difficult uh, week. Craig says he got a call after 7 a.m. Saturday when a nearby homeowner called police saying a man in his 50s was dead. Reports say he was hit in the head. It was scary. It was uh, like, why would anyone do this to him? A motive is unknown as detectives now investigate his death as a homicide. Well, it seems like there's a mystery. Seems like there's a guy breaking into places and uh, maybe uh, killing people. So um, here's the detectives go and detect. So there, there's a this. My my grievance here, and you must all know, is is attributing uh, to a hate crime something that's just a Yesler Terrace crime. So break ins, break in, break in, dead guy. Hit in the head. The neighbors in our community have felt compelled to memorialize and remember them is very comforting and reinforces that there there is good here in Seattle. It is not just violence. Well, okay. When I when I spot some, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll pass it out. Um, and so, yeah, early this morning. Uh, aid Ukraine. But if your position is being cheered by Vladimir Putin. It's time to reconsider your position. Now, I can't see into the future, but there are no guarantees that Ukraine will defeat Russia. But that does not mean that we should stand back and let Putin have his way with Europe. What sending weapons to Ukraine does do is help discourage further Russian and Chinese invasion. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, sounds like me. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's so far being able to eviscerate the Russian army in two years is a bargain and not, not losing one American. But there is a grim reality that uh, the Mitt Romneys of the GOP uh, need to face. And it's, you know, you, you can tell the truth without siding with Putin Maybe don't do it out loud. I don't know. But the <clears throat> the truth is you can't clone Ukrainian soldiers. They're having a manpower problem. After two years, not enough young men turn 18 for the Ukrainians. 
but enough, just enough do in Russia. I mean, that's what happens when a country five times your size invades you. Now it's, as Abraham Lincoln said, the arithmetic. It's one of the reasons we won the Civil War is because there was just more of us. I mean, the, the good free people. And because the, the, the way the South fought, they, they put all the smart guys out front and they all died. That's why you have the South. That's why, that's why you get jelly roll. So, so uh, anyway, um, and Hamhawk and, uh, and the rest of them. Ukraine has lost a generation of smart guys be, because of, of how this works. And so the grim reality is, what is when the war? Is it to get Putin to slink away? That ain't going to happen. Is it to uh, reconquer your lost terrain? Probably not. And so, uh, you know, as, as long as, you know, I, I don't want to fight to the last Ukrainian, but if Zelensky wants to, if the Ukrainian people keep him in office and the rest, then I'll, I, I will keep arming them. But at some point, they're going to run out of Ukrainians and you're going to do Putin's job for you, um, for him. Uh, AM 770 KTTH.